Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Welcome to another episode of Wonder <laughs> Yes. You had your mouth open ready to say I it. did. So you, I, always, I, always start the, I always say the first thing and you, you really... Yeah, you, I got you. you. You took the pulled the you. rug out from under my feet. You fa- I faced you. <laughs> faced All right, you. see if you can face me. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking wel- yeah, welcome. Uh, we got Coffin on the pod, who a uh, great band from uh, uh, Sydney. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not where that was from. Uh, yeah, um, sick. Not editing that out, by the way. Nah. Uh, that, that'll stay. Oh, because I wasn't sure Too if bad. I was going to go. Because I know the neighborhood they grew up in, I was trying to decide oh, on what I was going to say. Yeah, I know uh, yeah. I know all that stuff. You were going to go, like, say Manly. It's not Manly. It was near Manly. It was, we talked um, about that. Uh, Balgala. Okay. Because um, <laughs> we're, reco- <laughs> we're recording this intro after the fact, by the way. We're yeah, doing- we've already recorded that. Yeah. And so um, another thing that we need to tell you is that we're in... Uh, this WA week, this weekend. This, we're in WA this weekend. So oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, how good was Queensland? These oh, those Queensland shows. How, oh, that was, how, that was so good. How good was all those things that happened there? I loved all those things that happened. Yeah. By the way, um, we're recording this prior to going to Queensland. <laughs> Come on, mate. Um, yeah, how good was the, the... I loved the Brisbane show. It was sold out. It was yeah. so much fun. Like, oh. It was so funny. Like All those jokes that I told was so funny. Remember that? Yeah, you were actually on fire with jokes. Yeah. And then Gold Coast was sick too. It was actually like, it was actually bit like a bigger crowd than I was expecting. Fully. Yeah, and I loved how you were designated driver the whole weekend. That was so good of you. Thank you yeah, for doing that. Yeah, I just that. thought, man, like, you know, it's... We're going to spend too much money on Ubers and like yeah. I didn't even like drinking that much anyway. So I just thought... I'll just go. I'll just go sober again. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks for doing that. No worries, man. Yeah, cool. And um, um, um B- uh, Bangalore was just so fun as well. Like I loved how we played lawn bowls in the afternoon, sober lawn mm. bowls. Yeah. And um, which was sick. And then the sun. It was just the most beautiful sunset. Wooly. And it was crazy that um, Flume came down to the show. I just skipped I was across not, from Byron. Dude, who the fuck was expecting that? Does Flume uh, live in Byron? Yeah, yeah, that's why I just popped in. Oh, as if Flume's not coming came to our too. show. Oh, remember that? The guy from Wolf Mother Crowd said. Oh, I, dude, I do remember that. Yeah, Socky. Yeah, Socky. Stocky. Oh, Stocky. I thought you said yeah. Socky. Socky, nah. Yeah, um, Socky crowd surfed. It was mad. And you did a Socky on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You drank a beer through a sock. Yeah, fully. Like a cheesecloth. Yeah, that was fucking disgusting. Man. Rancid, yeah. Um, anyway, Perth, yeah. Is, so, Perth is Friday and yeah. Frio this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and then Adelaide next weekend, which probably is sold out by now, but who knows. Yeah. Um, I Ballar- jinxed us just then. Oh, Didn't man. I? No, I don't think so. It's nearly sold okay. out. Yeah. And Ballarat. With Vintage Crop. Bally. We're playing in Bally. And Vintage Crop are supporting and they're so fucking good if you haven't listened to Vintage Crop. Go and check them yeah. out. Blown away by them life. Come check. If you're in Melbourne, come down to Ballarat and um, if it's not sold out. and Even if yeah. you're in, like, especially if you're in Ballarat, obviously come. But yeah. Check out Vintage Crop. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Just sign up to our Patreon if you haven't. We're going to be doing, um, we're going to be doing pods from the road all tour. On the and Patreon. We'll, yeah, we'll have like some of the support bands on the pod. 
Sometimes mm. it'll just be um, different members of the band or just me and Todd or whatever. We're just going to mm. do a bit of an on-the-road Patreon edition mini-series. Mm. So if that sounds of interest to you, sign up. You can do it for five bucks a month. It's only five bucks, but it's still five bucks. Still five bucks, though. That's still why we so make sure you get your it. money's worth. It's only five bucks. But it's still five bucks. Still five bar. bucks. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that'd be great. That um, We love that people sign up to the Sign Patreon. up. We love doing Get us those. to 300 patrons. We've been like, yeah, edge, oh, we've, we've been, been edge lords <sighs> for so long. It's like we're on 280 something. We got to 290. We dropped back to Fuck 270. It. Like, get us, to, get us up there. Do you there. know how life changing that would be for me and Jamie if we got that Patreon to four or 500? It really would. It would mean like no more. Oh, um, it would like, just stressing about shit basically look we love doing the podcasts <laughs> but it's a lot of work so just want to throw that out there too. yeah um, like, not complaining but just yeah saying. but we are kind of um manipulating and blackmailing you into signing up to the patreon so yeah just I'm keep that in mind you. if you don't do that i'm gonna email <laughs> shit to your whole work <laughs> catch you smile you got that catchy smile Stop a while Come back with that catchy smile Come back baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together baby, but Don't tell your nonna What's All up? Right. It's Let's go. You, it's you're back with what a great punk podcast, and um, we're joined. <laughs> You've never what? said it like that. No, no I haven't actually. Um, but we're joined by uh, Coffin and, and Aaron from Coffin. Hello, g'day, g'day. So you're Coffin and you're Aaron from Coffin. Yeah, yeah Aaron from yeah. Coffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we got Ben Coffin and Aaron Coffin on the yeah. pod. Good to see you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us in. And to meet you. It's a blind date episode. Yeah, we've never met before. Yeah. No. Heard the name around the traps an awful lot, though. I got to say, Coffin's mm. been flying around. You, you, you gotta, yeah. You, you see that name around a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It seems to be getting some traction. But I feel like since we started so young, um, I feel like every time, like even now, still when we go to shows and we see people there that we don't know, it's always kind of still like. What are you doing here? Like, oh yeah, because yeah. oh. you're so like you know you've got like that old school mindset of playing at youth centers where I was like, oh great, got a few mates come along. Yeah. So like, especially too going to different places, whether it's you know interstate or overseas, and having people show up and oh. talk about you or someone knows you. I don't know still weird for us, but yeah, it's really cool. There's been a lot of support, which is great. What what were you, what were you mentioning back there about the youth centers? You played there in the early days. Yeah, that's how we started. Really, like so. I mean, Abijah and I, um, uh, the longest members were the original and Anne's been in for ages and Loz's been in for ages too. And we've all been mates for that whole time really. Right. But yeah, initially we started because, um, you know, we were just jamming from the end of sort of primary school into high school. And oh, then um, primary school, primary school, yeah. You, you started in prim- fuck off. You yeah, started yeah. In primary school. Yeah, year six. We were, but like we weren't a band. Like we just, you know, I yeah, just sort okay, of. Yeah. Oh, you've got a guitar. Like I play drums. We should yeah, jam. Yeah. You know? So we're just doing whatever. And then what we, were you jamming in primary school? Oh, everything from you know Dead Dancing. Kennedys to yeah. Nirvana to System of a Down. Oh, you probably. were jamming cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did mention System of a Down. <laughs> no, um, 
No, I was, yeah, stuff like that. And then just sort of, you know, free jamming, whatever was coming along. Yeah. A lot of metal, like we're heaps into, you know, Slay and Black yeah. Sabbath and all that. Um, but yeah, and then in high school, uh, a friend, I believe it was Loz actually, was coming around the yard or something, was handing out flyers or telling people about how he's putting on a show for hard-ons who were doing, I think, their 20th or 25th anniversary show. Right. And they were coming through to do a show at Manly Youth Centre, which was the youth centre close to where we all grew up, um, which would put on a lot of shows and was quite famous back in the day. It was called Kanga. Bands like Black Flag oh, had wow. come through and played there because it was one oh, of those wow. venues when overseas bands would come through Sydney. They could do a show on the city side and then still sort of do another show within Sydney that wasn't yeah. conflicting with it. So that place had quite a um, big following and because it was all ages as well. So yeah, we didn't have a band, but Artie who used to play in the band, spoke to Loz who was put on the show and was like, oh yeah, I love Hold Ons. Like we have a band. And he's like, oh great, you guys should play. Like, you know, 12 oh, year olds. Easy. And then <laughs> he sort of came to me, he's like, oh, I got us a gig. Oh, it's with Hard Ons. I was like, great, like we don't have any songs or a band name or yeah. anything like that. Um, but anyway, long story short, we sort of got a set together for that first show of ours, which was with the Hard Ons at that youth center. And we'd gone to a couple of shows there before because we were into music and that was sort of one of the only yeah. places you could go underage. Uh, and then we found out that if you were part of the youth council, you would have a say in sort of organizing shows there. Right. So we were like, oh, great, let's join the youth council. We can put on our own gigs. Yeah. Mm. And it ended up being a great experience, like, um, regardless of that stuff, because we got involved with a lot of sort of community events and activities. Right. Um, but that was sort of like, you know, like our like you spring say, point of yeah. where we would, or like, you know, sort of like musical clubhouse where yeah. we could put on our own shows and ask bands that were touring to come play and you'd right. sort of get on as a support act, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I imagine you built like a ton of community through that. Yeah, it was good. I think, you know, like it definitely brought in a lot of like varied audience, you know, cause you'd have like the surfer kids, the skater kids, you yeah. know, the like goth kids, the people who were just out to sort of be out. Um, so yeah, it was sort of friends with like a broad range of folks and it was just a good, like, it, yeah, it kind of sucks now cause I feel like none of that really exists. Whereas Boy. we sort of got the end of it. I feel like, cause there was places like Yo-Yo's which was up in French's forest, which was also a youth center, like, you know, I feel for younger folks now and even for us, like, you know, we're really into doing all ages gigs, but it's sort of hard to find places where you can run them properly. Yeah, that's true. I, I fully, like I had a similar experience like growing up in high school, like the first sort of shows that I went to were um, like hardcore shows. Yeah. I grew up in Adelaide. Yeah. It's a similar thing. Yeah, it was massive would, time, like Parkway Drive, yeah. all that stuff would come through. Yeah. It was like often like bands you wouldn't necessarily think you're into or whatever, but it was just like somewhere just go. to go. Yeah, you'd go. Yeah. yeah. And we, I'd go like most Saturdays, my mum would drop me. And the reason I was allowed to go like from my parents was because the flight, like they were mostly like straight edge hardcore shows. <laughs> so like I'd, I'd show my mum the flyers, which would pick up from like the skate shop in the fucking city or whatever. And I'd go, mum, can I go to this? 
it says no drugs, no alcohol on the flyer, and that's like kind of how I got into that scene. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also became um, great decoys for me and my mates too, because it just went from like there being one show a month to a show every weekend. We'd be like, oh yeah, we're just going down to the youth center again. You <laughs> yeah, know? the it's youth like, center sounds yeah, so and awesome. Your, your mom had come in at one point and like met like the youth officer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, they're really nice. So, you know, even if there wasn't a gig on, you knew like, okay, I've got to like midnight yeah. to be out. And then, you know, you just be like, yeah, this band's playing and just go skateboarding all Boy. night. I remember rocking up to one of those shows and I was wearing a Slipknot t-shirt. <laughs> but <laughs> like, obviously like major label, like heavy metal bands. Um, and this was like 19, like 99, like it was early Slipknot. Let's, yeah, <laughs> just to like, clarify. Yeah. And I remember rocking up and like someone there, like an older kid saying, oh, Slipknot, like at my shirt. But I've never <laughs> known if they were going, look at this fucking dumb kid with a Slipknot shirt or like, that's cool. Oh, Pro- yeah. Probably was, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe. Surely. That's cool then, but. Oh, they were older. But oh, one they were year older later kids. and beyond, not cool. Oh, no, yeah. they were probably ripping on you. Yeah, they might have been oh, ripping on me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, most older kids are ripping on younger kids. Yeah. Say, so I like, feel like just that whole period of life is like constantly wondering what something meant. You yeah. Know, it's like like the classic like skateboarding one would be like, oh, was that Switch, bro? Yeah. Like, yeah, like oh man, like they noticed me skateboarding, but they asked me the switch. Like man, like they were dissing you. Yeah, they're like, or like <laughs> my life now still. Yeah, or I like the, you know, like yeah. the, the. Yeah, Aaron, I kind of I know what you mean. It's like you've got to process. It's yeah. like yeah, social processing. Yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. What did that mean? Yeah, hang on. A yeah. Second. <laughs> Why did they giggle a little bit after? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do we get onto that? We're just asking how they started. Oh no, I was talking about wearing a Slipknot t-shirt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I want. I, I think you should tell these guys in a, an abbreviated version of the Bad Religion t-shirt story because oh, it's okay. just such a classic. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell it, and it'll be enjoyable for you. But it's very embarrassing for me. Yeah, it so is. It might be I'm definitely you throwing you under the bus a little bit, but because it, it's a yeah. Basically, I was leaving my house and had a Bad Religion t-shirt on in Darlinghurst. In Darlinghurst. Yes. When we were in back there, yeah. I was living opposite the Art Centre, just on Burton Street, right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm walking to the Cricks. And Great spot. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out shout to out the Cricketers Arms. Shout out. The real one, the Surrey Hills one. It's like a Sunday <laughs> yeah. afternoon. I'm getting there at like 3 p.m. to meet some friends. And I'm like, leave my house and I'm walking towards Taylor Square. And this kind of like pretty hectic, like um, muscly kind of like guy had a lot of energy about him. Wasn't good energy. Yeah. And um, he's walking like the other way. Real sped up energy. And I had a jacket on yeah, that exactly. was open. That sped up energy. Yeah. yeah. Sped up muscly energy. Yeah. Yeah. Had a jacket on, and so like the bad religion shirt was open. It just said bad religion. Had the logo, like classic shirt. On yeah. Todd's shirt. This is yeah. Yeah. Just to, for clarity. Not the, <laughs> yeah. And um, so I'm walking past, and he walks past, and he kind of catches me, and I look at me, and he goes, "Bro, what the fuck?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" I don't know. Like I didn't know. I didn't even know what shirt I had on. Yeah. You know what I mean, I just chucked it on. It's like, what the fuck is on your shirt, man? And I'm like, oh, oh, it's just a bad religion shirt. And he goes, what the fuck? Like you can't walk around in that. Like people get beheaded for less than that, dude. Like what the fuck are you wearing? Like I've never really connected like the logo like that much. It's like yeah, it's just a band logo, but like it's clearly like a no sign through like a Christianity mm. like symbol. Whatever, and I was just like, "Oh man, yeah, like it's just literally a shirt." Like, but he's like, "You got to take that off, man." And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what?" And he's like, "Take it off." And I, and I was just like, "Oh man, really?" <laughs> like, because I didn't want to like 
You didn't want to get bashed. I didn't want to get bashed. You yeah, felt actually. like you were about to be in physical danger. I felt danger. like I was going to get bashed. snapped in I half like, like a twig. Exactly. I felt yeah. in physical danger. So um, I was like, seriously? And he's like, take the fucking shirt off, bro. What the fuck? He was pretty angry. And so like I take my jacket off and I take the shirt off. You could have sprinted, but you got bad knees. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I had bad <laughs> knees back then though. <laughs> so like I decide to obey this person rather than run away <laughs> or like fight him back. And um, so... Turns out he's just a massive bad religion fan. Couldn't find that yeah, shirt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what? I've never thought about that, but that could be the case because he did... I'm gonna, It's a spoiler, but he took my shirt. Anyway. Yeah. So like I take my shirt off and he's like, fuck man, yeah, seriously, dude, you can't walk around and shit like that. And I'm like, honestly, man, like, before I took it off, I was, I was like, do I have to? Like my brother bought me this. My brother actually didn't buy me it. But yeah. I just thought like... Add a bit of sentimental yeah, value to just it. Yeah, wanted to make him feel yeah. guilty or yeah. bad or whatever. Yeah. So I take it off and he, he's got it. And then and like uh, the shirt I had underneath had like an upside down cross. And it was like one of our old band merch shirts. <laughs> like a long sleeve one. I had this upside down cross shirt. And he's just like, oh, dude, what <laughs> the fuck? Oh, <laughs> fuck it, man. Whatever. And just like gave up. I mean, like it was a lost cause to him. Yeah, <laughs> like a a babushka doll of lost cause. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so like he ends up just like going, oh fuck it, man, like whatever. And I was like, my heart's racing and stuff, and he ended up just like walking down the street with my shirt. And the th- my theory is he just chucked it in the bin opposite my house, but I never went and checked it or anything. So that's how yeah. I lost the shirt. Oh yeah, the bad relief. I feel like I've got one too. I remember because yeah, I always used to think that logo was badass, and I was like, fuck yeah. And I guess yeah, you know, like. You know, as I've gotten old, I've thought like, oh, I guess it's like pretty gnarly. But, you know, it's like most people hate like the Christian mm. side of religion or it's like, oh, that's the one that you're sort of allowed to diss. Yeah, it's, you know, so it's like It's easy. You know, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> there's like a lot of other symbols where I was like, I would not be rocking like a crossed out version of whatever the hell yeah, that was yeah, underneath yeah. it. But like Christianity, it's like, oh, it's all a bit whack. You know, it's a laugh. It's yeah. a joke. Yeah. yeah. But I remember like my dad's, partner when i was younger like when she first saw that shirt that i because i had it but i'd like got it off a mate because i was like oh man i love that shirt and eventually like he's like you know what bro like i'm gifting this to you mm. so i had it and um i would wear it all the time like at school photos underneath like the white shirt so you could see like the crossed out <laughs> cross underneath and i was like yeah, yeah that's bad off. Yeah. and then it went missing and i feel like was saying like you know she was like um a very, you know, like compassionate, all-round, well-meaning person was sort of like, oh, Ben, like, you know, that's, you know, you can't wear that. It's very, like, heavy symbolism. Mm, you know, it's hurtful. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck Christians and stuff. <laughs> and it went missing. And I still think to this day that I had a sleepover at my dad's place and it went in the wash and she, like, must have thrown yeah. it out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, got rid of it. Because yeah. that's sort of what parents do. They kind of just go, oh, the shirt went missing in the wash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you go... But yeah. it, when you get older, it keeps happening. As it well. still happens. Yeah, socks missing, go yeah. Mission, missing. Yeah. It's the worst losing a good shirt. It's yeah. the worst. And you, you're mm. convinced people stole it. I always, I always uh, accuse my girlfriend Nina of selling my good shirts on Depop. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, let me see your Depop account. She's <laughs> like, no. I'm like, oh, I bet all my good stuff's on there. <laughs> so you got to get rid of some T-shirts. I was like, they mean things to me. Yeah, they yeah. do. My mum actually, I swear to God, threw out shirts that were worth like hundreds of dollars, like years yeah. down the track. Yeah. yeah. I just remember my mum walking me back to the hairdresser after I got my first undercut. Mm. That's about the most. <laughs> walking you oh, back. Like, what, to get in. a change? Yeah, she was like, this, this is, is a satanic weird. haircut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. 
Which um, which actually makes her sound kind of strict, which she really was not. But that was something that she was like, nah, nah, not into not this. Not my son. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. you've never had an undercut since? I have actually. Have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Yeah. When mum's been on holidays. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When mum goes away to Scotland or whatever to see family, I, I get an undercut for a brief amount of time and then I, I tidy it up <laughs> just before she gets home. Yeah. Um, did you guys go to school together? We did not. So... But you've been kicking around for ages together though, hey? Yeah. Well, basically like where we grew up, there was sort of uh, a few schools around, whatever, but like I feel like by the time we went to high school, we had mutual friends and it was sort of like the two high schools like um, Balgala Boys and St. Paul's sort of had like the crossover friendship. But it was right. like at the point where, you know, like when you're younger, it's sort of, that old thing of like, hey, you're my age and we live near each other. Yeah. Or we're in the same class, yeah. so we're friends. Yeah. And then you sort of like start growing up and be like, oh, we actually have nothing in common. You're like, I don't like you at all. <laughs> so it's like we went into the first year of high school and it became a different thing of like, oh, I was not so much about going to school together, but we were into the same stuff. So we were in like the same skateboard crew yeah. and the same musical scene, yeah. which in our area was quite small. So sort of like anyone from those local schools that was into that sort of had their own yeah. little like friend group. Yeah. And so how far back does that go for you guys? Maybe like mid high school or something. I remember like we got invited over to a mutual friend's place and we put on the Big Lebowski and I was like, you like that movie? And he's like, I love that movie. <laughs> and it was like, we should be friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. sick. Yeah. So... But I feel, but then like friends of mine who I've known since I was like four or five years old had been friends with Aaron, you know, in primary school. And then so we'd sort of always been in like, mm, you know, yeah, like rotating circles. But I feel yeah. like, yeah, it was that time that, you know, we were invited to a mutual friend's house and realized like we we're the biggest Big Lebowski fans there. Mm. Sick. Yeah. Are you both like pretty sharp skaters? No, he, he goes all right. I do not. Yeah, I've been skating that much lately. Um, I like to blame music and being busy on it, but it's probably just I'm scared of like smashing myself badly. 100%, dude. Oh, <laughs> big. And big, like when we were in the yeah. States of Amel last, like, you know, we've got a lot of good like connections with skaters over there in Texas and all around and sort of had a skateboard on that tour and I was like, couldn't help myself, you know, skating. Hey, you, like, you hurt your wrist back, doing that. That's yeah, so backyard ramps and all that. And like the Amal tour managers are just going like, yo, man, like tell Ben to chill out. Yeah, like, it's kind of pissing me off, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then so like the last two I went back with these other bands are playing um, Research Reactor and Satanic Togas went to the States and I didn't take a skateboard then because I was like, you know what, like. Yeah, shit's going to. Kind end. of like. Yeah. It already has a couple of times. Yeah. Like before a show we played in Gold Coast, he like ate shit at Pizzy. Oh. Had to take him to the hospital, get him stitched up and then play the show after. Wow. Broke his leg in Korea. Oh. Yeah, broke my foot. Uh, broke my foot in South skating, Korea. Yeah. Seriously. And then Dude, went I to used to skate Pizzy when I was like um, 12 years old. It's What's Pizzy? Pizzy Park. It's a sick um, skate park on the Gold Coast. It's oh. that, it's that, it's just like, Blue painted blue thing one, out yeah. The back of a pool, like a public pool. Oh, and there's this massive bowl. That's where he ate shit. Right. Yeah. That oh yeah. You never scared a massive bowl. <laughs> it's like a twelve foot bowl or something. Hey. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a scary bowl. Yeah. 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 I had to use. I didn't have like a Medicare card with me or anything. And you're dropping in on that bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and then, um, 
Didn't have oh. a Medicare card. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, fuck. What are you and we no, said, he was trying to trick. He was trying boards like coming do it. back I left my switch. Medicare card at home. And my mate's like, it. why don't you just come try come in regular? And he tried switch. He was like, no, I got it. And just went like fucking bam. Oh, my just God. Like, yeah. Blue. You, were you wearing a helmet? No, no. <laughs> um, wouldn't have helped <laughs> anyway. because I, <laughs> I no, blew. I'm just trying to imagine like the band Coffin skating in helmets. Well, I don't think it works. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> now you know. They don't wear yeah, helmets. But. Yeah, I had to borrow Baj's Medicare card and going through my head, it's like, what's his birthday again? What's his birthday again? Oh, you had to, oh, so you Because we went to hospital and I was like, oh, like, I don't know how this works. Sorry, yeah, so what I just like, I split the underneath of my chin open. Oh, God. And um, yeah, so I had to go get stitches, but I was like- Oh, you can still drum though. Yeah, yeah, singing was a bit hard. Oh, true. Because the jaw was moving, but it was, the numbness lasted long enough. Yeah. Um, Aaron, what were you- what were you into? If you say that you weren't such a great skater, I'm sure you're being- Oh, I was off. heaps into it. Like okay. I gave it a red hot crack. Like yeah. we were all out together. I, I just Aaron's, never progressed. I think Aaron's skateboard like intensity ended when he was looking at his bone sticking out his leg once. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it was my arm. Your it was arm, my arm. Yeah. It was my arm. Um, I remember when we first started hanging out, I remember seeing this gnarly scar on Moss's wrist. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I'm really like, like, Coming closer to this guy, I feel like real connection to him. I feel like you know, become my best friend and stuff. And I was like, want to ask him, like, you know, sort of like check in about like what's this gnarly scar that's running up? Yeah, your like it wrist? looks sus. <laughs> like, yeah, wow. And like you know, I wanted to check in, like you know, man, like you, like is everything all good? Yeah. And then so I sort of asked, he's like, oh yeah, no, this is where like snap my arm skateboarding. He's <laughs> like, oh. yeah, I think I see. I never had something like as in like i've had a cu- like a break of the foot but it was like you know there was no surgery involved it was just yeah. sort of like don't do no, anything no with it. i've had skin. stitches and stuff but nothing like a major break where i've needed like pins and stuff involved i feel like that would really turn me off whatever People, activity like was involved so, like somehow regretful in the bed in the hospital bed hey just like oh, well i think is- it's like it must be hard <laughs> with those types of <laughs> things i guess it's like Probably. anything whether it's like a gnarly car accident or something like it's always going to be in the back of your mind yeah, it's whenever trauma. you're back doing those things. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You guys have a boogie board? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. no, I was more into surfing. I mean, I do, I have boogie boarded. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I boogie boarded year six. Yeah. For one year. I gave it Mom one year to me all the shit. And I then committed. I was like, she'd take me down. Because growing up in Adelaide, like the waves are, quite away from like Adelaide yeah. you gotta go like an hour and even then there's shit yeah and um I, I, I remember giving up just because it was too cold yeah. yeah fair enough I'm like this isn't for me I'm yeah. getting freezing, freezing when I get in the water skin and bone <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you reckon <laughs> yeah my dad's a big surfer and he calls boogie boarders speed bumps oh sick yeah that's, that's I haven't heard that one that's really <laughs> good yeah they cop it a lot I guess yeah, like we like we surfed a bit. I probably surfed the most, but I guess we we're always pretty like hard just into skateboarding, really. Yeah, yeah. That was like my dad would be like waking me up at five thirty, like let's go surfing. I was like, or I can sleep and I can go skateboarding wherever the fuck the I want. Yeah, fine. yeah, and like you know, like I think it's changed a lot, but definitely growing up in our area, like around Manly and like North Stain and those beaches, like was still. I felt like quite localized um, and like, you know, it wasn't like super fun, like getting yelled at or feeling like, you know, <laughs> like you're going to like, you know, like potentially be, you know, 
fucking beat on or something if you get in someone's way. Mm. Um, whereas with skateboarding, it was like, you know, just do whatever you want. And then also you sort of just go out in the city and half of it was like all the crap you did around it, you know, running yeah, the market. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Getting a bag of Doritos, yeah. Yeah. with your friends. Yeah. I do love surfing, like, <laughs> especially like... Specific memory. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, I don't know. I love, I do like surfing and being in the ocean. Yeah. But sur- like skateboarding just felt like, like there was a lot more like sort of mischief you could get up to. Skateboarding yeah. is yeah. more of a hang, isn't it? It's so a hang. That's, like, what, that's the value in a day. Yeah. You just that's sit good bonding experience. It is. Yeah. It is. Skating. Yeah. And I always like think that every time I see like four people skating down the street together and disappearing around the corner, I'm like, they're having the best time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're having the fucking best time. I think time. that too. But like, you know, it's kind of work as well, like because if you guys were got quite good at skating, then you're sort of like probably having to push yourselves all the time, like try try yeah. more sort of daring things and like yeah, that's why risk I was, a bit more. Yeah, that's what I think. It's like with music, you know, it's sort of like okay, if you come out with a good album, it's like oh shit, like fucking next one's got to beat that. You know, you've got that stress. Whereas skateboarding, mm. it's like you know, you put out a good part, and you're like yeah. fuck, now I've got to top that. But as opposed to music, like the more I push this, the more risk of me like completely fucking myself up. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, it's no one's going like, oh, I've got to really like push hard for this next album and like, you know, what, like take acid or something to get yeah. somewhere different. Like, ooh, <laughs> like, yeah. like not going to fucking break my fucking leg in the studio. Yeah. How, 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 um, how do you guys work in the studio? What's the dynamic? Could you give us a rundown on that? Uh, like, like just writing shit. Um, yeah, what's the, like, yeah, writing, that's a good place to start. Well, I guess, like, I don't know, like, fucking, we'll just get in there and Ben will be like, all right, who's got something? And yeah. then, like, we'll take a riff and then he'll kind of, he's real good at just going, like, how about, like, coming up with, like, little harmonies and shit. And, uh, yeah, it's like a collective yeah, effort. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, you like, kind of write in the room. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah. sometimes, like, someone will come with an idea, but usually we'll just start jamming something. And then, like, you know, if we, you know, ears prick up on, like, a certain bit of, like, oh, that's, mm. like, good. Sort of, like, let's hold that part. And then it's sort of be like, oh, what could we go to from there? Mm. Maybe something like this. Um, yeah, like, often, you know, just do the iPhone recording of yeah. whatever that was. And then, mm. like, I'll often listen to stuff and come back and be like, oh, I feel like this, like, little guitar lick will go good Yeah, over while that. you're in the shower, you're like, oh. Yeah, and like being a drunk, like, you know, I don't, like I play a little bit of guitar and stuff, but only just recently. And so it's constantly like (laughs) a a task of trying to get these guys to not cringe too hard as I like go like, you know, oh no, it's like, but but (laughs) you know, they're like, oh, this and I'm like, maybe upper for it. Like, like yeah, but it's proven to work and and our, yeah, our studio was like a little. Is it is it a storage locker? Yeah, like the place of we we were jamming for years that we had rented for ourselves was like a storage locker, like probably about as big as the little room we're sitting in now. Yeah. Smaller, smaller, yeah, but and like, mouldy as fuck. Do you share it with other bands? No, we did for a little while. Yeah. Like we had a couple bands just in there because, like, you know, we'd only use it a couple times a week or so. So they wanted to be in it. So there but it was sort of like ours the whole time but yeah they were 
storage lockers underneath the driveway to a mechanic in Brookvale, the industrial area on the beaches, northern right. beaches, and um, it was like just horrendously. Cool. Yeah, it sounds it cool, was not but cool. it slowly got to yeah. a point where it became like if you felt like you were dying. Yeah, like, like and it, and it was like shit started getting, getting worse and worse for like you know oh, being a place conducive to riding because it'd be like the mold stinky. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I you'd, fucking hate a stinky mold. You know, and you'd yeah. you'd go in there and you'd good mold nose. It yeah. would become yeah. like a thing of like, all right, how like quick can we get out of here? Which is yeah. not what you want to do no. when you're riding. No. Yeah, often be, often that. Like, I think that's definitely our strength is like riding together. Like it's mm. not one person coming in with a fully formed song. Yeah, it's definitely everyone sort of like contributing bits um, and giving in their strengths, and then. I reckon I'll that usually, makes sense. Like listening to your band, like that's completely how I'd imagine it going. Yeah. yeah. And then like lyrically, like I'll often have just a lot of ideas and stuff written down and then wait for whatever song comes along that I feel like will connect to that. fit with that and then that's just cool. sort of then fledge that idea out. Yeah. There's that. about that kind yeah. of concept with Eamon from the chats recently on this pod. Okay. Yeah. And, um, we were talking about that like notebook keeping or like, you know, notes in your phone keeping for song ideas and or lyric ideas or whatever. And I'm always been someone who has like wanted to do that, but hasn't done a heap of it, like kept a note over note over time. But Eamon was saying he really uses that. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Like it's mad. For me, I feel like um, I'm getting like closer to having a better relationship with it, like in more confidence in myself, but, the idea of like staring at a blank page and writing a song was mm. like the like equivalent of having to do like a school assignment. Yeah. And it was like, oh, like yeah. I just put that off. And so often it would end up being me like semi-writing half the lyrics in the studio recording, which would, worked well because I did work like um, pretty good under pressure, but it's yeah. also like not the best way to do it. But then- well, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, it, it works. It, yeah, it's both. But then I found like, oh, well, if I do the same thing, but just get it done ahead of time a bit, which the same thing was like keeping notes. Yeah. And okay, if you've got like an idea for a song, like sort of the general theme, and then anytime you think of something that connects to that theme, you can write the note down in there without having to think of like, okay, this is what the lyric's going to be. But yeah. This is just a thought. Yeah. yeah. It was like, there's that, um, you know, Yugoslavian... Philosopher, what's his name? Zizek. The dude always speaks with your lisp. But I remember seeing no it. Idea. Oh, anyway, I remember seeing a doco <laughs> on him, and he was saying like he can't stand the idea of like writing a book, like sitting down. So he basically like tricks himself into, you know, he'll have sort of categories, which would be like the chapters or sections of the book. We'll have like hundreds and hundreds of notes in each of those sections, so that basically he knows when it comes to writing it. Everything's there. It's just about puzzle piecing yeah, now. Fully. And I like to do it like that a little bit. Like Writing I feel, each little post-it note out. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes like I get lucky and something comes out in one go, but often it's like, okay, a lot of the sort of thoughts and ideas and words that I'm working around are here. It's just yeah, about nice. me like forming them together. That's a really mm. cool uh, process. And like I can imagine it's super helpful than just relying on your subconscious alone to like reproduce some of those. Yeah, and even if you don't end up using like, half the stuff in there. I yeah. feel like it's just good practice. Yeah. And, and also comforting to, to know that. that you've got something to work from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a, mm. a backup at the very least. Yeah. It also opens up your mindset to like um, experience. Like if you start looking for things to 
like for that for that note for that notes file or whatever you're op- you're more open to inspiration in that way as well like it kind of breeds inspiration yeah it's sort of like a brainstorm yeah thing already exists there or something yeah i find a similar thing with like we do a similar like we write in the same way kind of where we're like we'll get into the room and like someone go all right someone play something Sometimes you get there and you're like, I can't think of anything to play and like nothing comes out of your hands. But that's why like having like a riff you've recorded on your fucking phone, that sounds like absolute dog shit. But like it gives you somewhere to like start Yeah, if you have from. a few like backups. Yeah, in just something. There, starting so point. Not, yeah. You don't have the daunting like yeah. prospect of like a blank page. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do that heaps. I do riffs and I end up hating them and deleting them. Yeah. And then I have to listen bad. to him yeah. going like, stop deleting that shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you I'll, delete them? Yeah. I'll, I'll like claim something that I was going to delete and you'd like we'll use it and yeah it's like a song yeah now. when you record it do you record it through like an amp or something or do you just play strings into your phone because i go strings and it's i'll go terrible. i'll go amp oh yeah, yeah, yeah i go like just pick on some strings and yeah. it's fucking terrible but yeah <laughs> respect for, for bothering to put the amp on yeah totally do you, do you write if you're sitting down writing at home on the guitar will you practice amp Always, or do you ever just pick up a guitar and strum it and just play a riff? No, nah, no, nah, always strum because I don't even have a practice amp. I've yeah, just I'm got like same. my big fucking <laughs> cab in like a garage yeah. or something. So, yeah, you got to imagine what it sounds like with distortion. That's the trick. I found Yeah, that's probably amp. why I delete some of them. Like, if I yeah. do do ones where I'm not, yeah, it sounds amp, like it's shit. Like, oh, that sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to I have to say that again because I, yeah. I said it quietly, but I, I found a practice amp recently. Did you? Yeah. What do you mean? I uh, just on the street. It was like oh. just a little amp and it looked like it wouldn't work. It was a Vox. Really? Oh. Took it up, plugged it in. And it worked? It worked. And it was on the street? Yeah. Amazing. It's like this big, like a little, lun- oh, like a little lunchbox. A bit yeah. bigger than a lunchbox. Yeah, those things Like a bento good. box. They go as yeah. well. Put a mic close <laughs> to it and crank <laughs> yeah. it. Goes good. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's mad. Um, when I listen to Coffin, I um, hear a lot of influences that are like similar to my own. Yeah. Um, but like kind of like ranging over quite a few like different bands I like. Um, <laughs> I just find that really interesting and I love it. What um, Who are we what talking? Are you, what are your influence? Well, I, I mean like everything from like, um, like I'll hear like a solo and I'll go like, oh, that sounds like an early Sepultura solo or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'll hear some shit and it's like, oh, it's a bit more like rock and roll. Whereas that was just like, like that riff's like pretty rock and roll. And like, I had, I, I love that as well. Like, I think it like your band like covers like quite a few genres that I love. I mean, everyone in the band's like into like, not heaps different shit, but like, you know, Wise is into his metal. Me and Ben yeah. love rock and roll. I'll be like, that's kind of like Cavell Attack kind of vibes in terms of like a pretty like pump and like rock riff. And then there'll be like this sick like Sepultura style solo over the top and like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Baja. You know, lead guitarist, he's yeah. like absolute shredder. And it's yeah. like yeah, almost it's sometimes psycho. it's like you have to like get him to like tone it down. You're like, bro, it's too psycho. <laughs> like, you know, you're too good. Like, yeah. He's a great guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Fuck he's in- yeah. amazing. Um, But yeah, that's definitely like also, yeah, I think, yeah, it it is a it is a product of like us writing stuff together where it's like, you know, someone doesn't have like a complete sort of mm. like auto um, hold over something coming in like this is exactly how I want it. Like, you know, sometimes there's stuff that I would think like, oh, I wouldn't have gone that way, but it works within what we do. So it's like, you know, you get like, 
you know, a more like shredding metal solo over like a more like rock and roll riff. Yeah. Um, and I sort of like the fact that it is that combination of everyone's sort of influences and talents. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it definitely works. It's just like really um, fun for me to listen to because I'm like, oh, yeah, sick. It's kind of moving in a lot of like, yeah, I think at once. But, like, I think sometimes cohesively. it like, you know, has like, concern me because i'm like oh this is like not what how it would go together yeah but then again i'm like oh well you know there's no point rewriting like a radio birdman song you know for example like you know like like this is maybe something different that i wouldn't think would be how yeah. i would do it but like at least it's different i think that's yeah and it makes thing. it you as well yeah 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 we kind of had that starting out too where it's like we were kind of playing like punk music, but like we weren't all listening to nearly the same stuff. Like we're listening to such different like music. Yeah. Which kind of like, I think when you bring a lot of different styles in, it makes sort of the band pretty unique, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think that's like probably like a lot of my favorite bands do a lot of that, like, you know, that clashing of different genres, even if it's mm. like Royal Headache, with you know that sort of yeah. like soulful vocals yeah. over like really yeah. like you know hyper fast or like jangly like garage rock yeah sounding yeah. stuff and like, like Tony's latest album as well yeah like combinations of like different things yeah. like really make stuff yeah. stand out and yeah, work dark. well it's fresh yeah yeah um how do you go with uh, singing and drumming. Do you That's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, always, always How come off. Sets? Always, always travel with the biggest suitcase because <laughs> I always come off soaking wet. So it's always yeah. double clothing. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's tough, I guess. Like, but been doing it long enough that it's sort of like I don't notice it too much. Like mm. people ask, you know, oh man, like how do you do that, or how do you think about that, or yeah, but sorry, it's question. just sort of like it has ended up being normal for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I kind of like try and put the drumming to the back of the mind Yeah, a little bit, you know, like usually like we'll get the song, like music, like instrument instrumentation sort of done, like done and down. And then, so once I know that it's sort of like, all right, I put the vocals in the back. But I think with the new album that we just recorded, a lot of it was like while we were jamming the song, I would sort of just like sing out whatever like was coming to my head melody-wise just because I felt like whatever was off the cuff was sort of the most like pure. Mm. Yeah. And then I would sort of like fill in the lyrics to match that sort of shape of melody. And yeah. I, like probably with most of them, like some of them, you know, you'd redo or you'd think of later, but often like those first things that came to your head were really good. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe too, cause I was f like trying to think of the drumming and stuff. Like you're not so Yeah, you're focused. writing two things at once. It's yeah, you're not, and it's sort of like, let's the vocals come out maybe like in a way that you wouldn't. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah it kind of dictates them a bit or whatever. Like, it, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like if you were thinking about it just by itself, maybe it would be like, too overthought or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I mean, speaking personally, like I I find it quite difficult to like 
play some certain like rhythms. On I don't sing, but like if I'm just to try, like, I don't sing in a band or in any musical projects at all. But, but if like, you're singing at home, if I'm singing at home and I'm yeah. trying to play Freak by Silverchair, <laughs> I can't do them both at once. And I imagine that's like. Yeah. Do you come across that or are you kind of pretty talented at like doing Well, I mean, like there's a little bit of like smoke and mirrors. Like, you know, I don't think I'm doing like massive fills yeah. or anything while they're singing, but that's just how songs usually are like within the genres we play. Like, you know, yeah. it'll be like rock beat, rock beat, rock beat, rock beat, rock beat through beat. the verse and then fill and then no chorus, you know? Yeah. But, but do you ever go like, oh man, I wish I could sing this, but I can't do that while I'm playing the drums or vice Yeah, versa? there's been a little bit of stuff like that where I've had to like work through to sort of at least get the drumming to a point where it sort of happens in a muscle memory yeah, way. Yeah, you got to tone it down a bit. But I also say to folks as well, like when they're like, who do you drum and sing? I'm like, well, how do people do guitar yeah, and sing? Because same. at least the, the other instrument I'm playing isn't melodic really yeah you know I'm, that's that why i'm all? thinking like someone's doing something on guitar i'm like Boy. how the hell is that not confusing you with what you're singing if it's, it's not incredible. It's less about the melody though by that stage and it's more about the the doing it's, of it with the yeah right? yeah it's all hard it's all hard yeah mm. do you um aaron do you enjoy playing live sometimes it depends what day it is yeah, uh, I can be a bit of a downer sometimes. Really? You're the resident downer. I love it. I love it. No, it's good. <laughs> nah, it's good. I'm hungover today. Truth. You know? Tell us the truth. Yeah, tell us the truth. This is so sweet. No, no, I love it. I fucking, I think it's fucking. Well, you guys play live a lot though. So Everyone has those Tuesday night gigs on tour. Right. To, you know, a half empty room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of people who like, you know, uh, not the folks you're in the mood to be hanging out with. Yeah. No, no, it's good. Like, I mean, if anything, like last night was like the first time we'd played in. Oh, you played like, last night? Yeah, we did that PBS radio. Oh, thing. Yeah. oh yeah, sick. Yeah. How was that? Let's talk about that. That was mad. That was cool. fucking awesome. And it was like way better because there was actually a crowd. I thought it was just going to be like kind of us playing stale. Where'd they do like, it? No, like next door. Yeah, well, like, in, in the actual PBS studio or something like that. Upstairs, they have like, like a, a venue, venue space. Oh, upstairs. Almost. Okay, oh, wow. yeah. with the big, that's got like a big smoker section, uh, outdoor area. Upstairs. No. No? Okay. Sorry. It was indoors. Wrong place. <laughs> I think yeah. it's new. It is new. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, um, fuck yeah. But that, that was a good show. Yeah, but yeah, it was like the first one we've done in three months and like last year we played like so fucking much. Oh, right. So it was like... How many oh, times have you done right, the States now? A uh, couple of times now? Officially? I've been twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For visa... <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Sorry, we're saying one. Before you answer, time. there are a bunch of narcs that listen to this Yeah, there's fully. And yeah. also like... <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us officially and then blink how many times unofficially. One. Six, seven, oh my god. Oh my god, <laughs> 42, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. And going again this year. Mad, when are you going? Officially? <laughs> Officially. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. We're, well, we're just hanging out with Jake, who's been starting to manage us. Yeah, Jake, Jake from Clowns, from damage. Clowns and Damage. Um, trying to work out our scheduling, but... Because we're booked in, like, Gorner Records is going to release the new album over in the States. Oh, sick. And... They've got us on Gorner Fest, which is at the end of September. Mm. So we're just working out sort of when we'll go over there. But I think it'll be like from kind of the second week of September to like the first week of October. That'll be fun. Yeah. Right. Get a couple of advent calendars for that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's a few chocolates, but it'll come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love those calendars. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Cheeky ones. The calendars actually a useful um, reward system, apparently. I haven't used it, but like crossing off each day as you achieve oh, okay. the one too. Apparently he's a great um, yeah, yeah. skater of 
whatever you're trying to get at. Yeah. 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 Well, I think like- Today I did not yell. Yeah. <laughs> Today I did not yell. <laughs> yeah. Today I did not steal. Yeah. <laughs> Today I did not steal. Yeah. <laughs> As you're taking like the chocolates out of like the Christmas calendar. The mm. end. Like, <laughs> yeah. A few days ahead. Yeah. Um, I had, can I tell a quick story before I forget you it? You definitely can. I had can. a friend over last night and he goes, um, oh, I got a um, new kettle. I was like, oh, sick. Um, sounds good. And he's like, yeah, I got it at a 100% discount. <laughs> and I went, really? And he went, yeah, just lifted it and walked out. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Where from? I'm curious. A like kettle. Kmart? Where from? What was yeah, one name? of those places. Yeah, I'm imagining Kmart. You just walk past the door person and they're like, they don't even look at you really. Yeah. Honestly, I was in Kmart last night and I was like, I could steal that. And then I just thought forward to how anxious I'd, how shit and anxious I'd feel if someone walked up to me. Oh yeah, it'd be terrible. I'm, I, look, I've got no problem stealing no. or whatever, but I just. Yeah, I feel like I would be like, like. Too much. I mean, it was, this is stupid. This is obviously. <laughs> no, like not, not realistic, but like, I've, I feel like the feeling inside I would have from getting caught, like doing like a massive bank robbery would be <laughs> like- scaled up. No, no, it would be like, wouldn't be as bad as like being confronted for like, you know, yeah, like stealing like a toaster oh, from the Big W because the it's like the shame, like, oh, you know, it's like, mate, it's a toaster where it's like a bank robbery. It's like yeah, the cops and you're yeah. like, yeah, I was doing a bad thing. This one's like, you oh, ANZ. you know, I was just trying to get away. With yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked, man. It would be really embarrassing. Oh, yeah. it's just be, and just the oh, shock. I didn't notice it there. <laughs> the share. shock of getting caught is what I'd imagine. Yeah. Just like, oh God, my yeah. whole life's changing. Yeah. It's like okay. the, you should know better. You guys steal from yeah. the supermarket? Dude, like I remember, like <laughs> like one of my big, one of one. my big forays into stealing was taking a plastic fork out of one of those ten bags of plastic forks in a one dollar bag, and like I got caught for it. Oh, did oh, you? I was like, I'm clearly not good at stealing. Okay, shit. so you gave up. Yeah, you hung yeah, up the boots, stealing. put the dogs up. I oh, stole something yeah. recently. It was Here big. and there. Oh, did you? What did you steal? I stole my partner Tash and I stole. Dragon in them. That oh, was you such a absolutely fucked. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I just wanted to clarify that we both went. We're gonna have to delete this pod. Yeah, we, <laughs> we both went. Should we just like it was that kind of? Like, I just mm. what was it? Protein powder? No, dude, <laughs> it was expensive. Oh yeah, that's, that's it. Was Meredith one of those, ghost expensive. cheese? It's one of those big things of oil you can get. They're like thirty-five bucks. Oh, the vat. Like you know, you can get like the. However many vats of, of oil, yeah, 50 yeah, I guess liters. So, yeah, vat, yeah. <laughs> Roll this. We stole one of those, and we're like, the shopping was already getting quite expensive, and we're like, this is going to push it to too, yeah. too far. So yeah, we yeah. just like dragged it around the side to where the other bags were, and just walked out. Wow. Yeah. So we stole like a thirty-five dollar thing from the yeah. supermarket. What was that trick? Someone we know was saying like, you put the fake bottom in the canvas bag, and then you load up the bottom. Yeah, there's a lot right, of good ones. Give us yeah. a trick. Go on. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I can't remember. Like, it was like the canvas bag. It's got the little plastic bottom. Yeah, you, you know, the like plastic bottom. And they put it on top of like loads of oh, shit, I see. and then they, they check do the have bag. Those canvas bottoms. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I see. Oh, you put it the under. plate at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. for sure, like rip off those big supermarkets. Yeah, fuck like yeah. I always just do that whenever I've been caught doing that stuff. I was just say like, oh, I don't know how to work the machine. Yeah, It's like I'm used to someone doing. I saw those scans. Um. Yeah, I think I got caught doing like, you know, it was a stage like when I was like, 
you know, early high school or something where I was stealing a lot just for the fun of it and Scathing like, and yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got caught and it was like, we're calling the cops and all this stuff. I think after that, I was okay. like, oh, I'm not going to do it. But I remember yeah. I did have like a good racket going with a couple of mates of mine in primary school in year six and then in year seven <laughs> where we were stealing pornos from <laughs> from news agents and um we so like school yeah like we'd take them to like a little like fort we'd built along this lagoon and like had a little buried section where we'd keep like a plastic bag with all of them hidden as the oh stash my God, dude. and then like we'd take them to, and What's like the deal so like we'd we'd you know and because like <laughs> we'd only take a couple a week to school so that like the demand was high and you'd go in and like you know this is before anyone's I guess running porn hard Lines on the internet. The, and the line bends all the way so around like, the you river know, you're like the bridge. Going to school and like <laughs> being like, yeah, this is what we got available this week. And yeah, we had this little like racket going. Um, Flipping porno. <laughs> I remember my mate who I did it with, he said how funny thing. He's like, uh, he was like, he's like, yeah. Because like, we spoke about it recently. He's like, yeah, that was good. It was a good time. He's like, really, like, I achieved like one of my goals real early on. I was like, really? What was that? He's like, oh, I always wanted to be a smut peddler. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so Who we had this. But yeah. And then like that, so it was like me and two other mates and me and one of the guys like super close and the other mate was a bit of like a loose, loose cannon. And like um, he ended up having a big tantrum at us once about something you know, like, I don't know, it was, you know, didn't, was over nothing. And um, we went back to the stash spot and it had been ransacked and like ripped yeah. up and everything stolen. And we we're like, mate, like, we know you, we know you fucking busted the, <laughs> you, you've busted the stash. Yeah. Where'd it go? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And we're like, yeah, we're the only three <laughs> that know about it. It's like, you've ruined a good thing. <laughs> But yeah. I love that only th only three of us know dynamic. Is yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> um, I love that um, Stevie from Clowns has started an OnlyFans. You guys heard about that? You subscribed? Nah, no, no. But I've you? seen it on his Instagram. No, yeah. I did see it. I did yeah. see it. Very naughty. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like I gotta say, um, shout out Stevie. Mad respect. Shout out. Um, I was like, wow, that's that's this is a first for me. I wasn't. This is seeing he's, like yeah, he's pretty proud of it. A too. friend on it, yeah. sending off dick pics. Yeah, I making you know, cash better than what I could making do. Hot probably. cash. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll give it Stevie. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's perfectly in character for Stevie. Oh yeah, and if you're interested in signing up, he's get a beautiful on it, man. Yeah, go head over to OnlyFans, Stevie Wonder. I actually don't know. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the OnlyFans account. Stevie Wonder sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stevie Wonder sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, Stevie whatever. Sure. whatever. Stevie whatever. Whatever. <laughs> oh wonder. <laughs> Stevie whatever sixty nine. Go get yeah. it up. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you guys remember the first Ford time? slash footy socks. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the discount, you got a forward yeah. slash footy socks. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw a porno? I do. Well, oh, not really, God. but one of my first, like a magazine one. Yeah. I remember seeing one in the public toilet in Adelaide. I'm so surprised you're bringing this up. <laughs> yeah, no, because I've got a flashback. I haven't thought about this since I was fucking, right. in, like, really young. Okay, you saw one in a public toilet. Yeah, and I, like, flipped through it. Wow. Which is That's so disgusting. Oh, yeah. Well, it's incredibly um, I was so, I, like, arousing the first time you see one. It's, like, it's well, arousing. It's, this is not, 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 I was not expecting this. And also you don't know that like there may be like 
things you don't want to touch when you're flipping the pages. You don't yeah. know like those kind of things. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Yeah, so you just smush them over your face. You just wash your face with it. Like stuff it down the dunny and flush. Yeah, exactly. I haven't really like checked in recently on like what the like um paper paperback version of that stuff is like i'm sure it still existed yeah it does it does it's like almost i mean like you know no it sounds like it does it does it does it does for for whatever porn is better or for worse like you know like i feel like there is something lost with the accessibility the accessibility but also like the switching of accessibility from it being like going to internet, right? Whereas I feel like so many people have these like, you know, seminal stories of them like discovering like their dad stash. Like I was like looking yeah. for like this thing seminal and I was found- a really interesting word to use. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I was like looking for this thing and I found this box under the bed, like a shoe box and put it out, yeah. it had these pornos in it. I was like, oh my God, you know, like boys and girls, like, you know, I've yeah. got heaps of like, girlfriends who have said like, oh, I remember the first time like a family, I was just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Sort of like it's a next page and it like is a big examining moment. it. It's, it's actually a lot to take on. The first time I ever saw porn <laughs> yeah. was when in the very early days of the internet and I had an email address and I randomly got like a spam email and it was like 10 porn pictures. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't sign up for it or, any, or anything. It was just like a spam. Yeah. And oh, like, and you would have been like, whoa, I was like, what the fuck? Fuck is this? Like, just like looking around like mum's in the kitchen or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's this? And I clicked on it. And like it literally was doing that thing. Like it's cliche to say now. But yeah, it's where it loads going, down. I was like, oh my fucking God. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember that day. Like, wow. Yeah. Really and it all just unfolded. Well, this yeah. is, so, so this is like a little tail end bit of the story of the little um, business setup <laughs> me and my two friends had going on. Mm. Um, but when computers did start to come in, I remember my mum got the first like, you know, home computer and we'd heard about, oh, you can find it online. Mm. So we did it and we all like looked at each other like, oh, we're fucked. Like no one's going to buy porn from us anymore. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, the blockbuster You felt the market syndrome. change. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, and then so we were like, oh, wait, but you know, like not many people have computers like, and also still like, you know, it's going to be hard for kids to like, you know, be looking at, looking it up at home. So we're like, yeah. when mum was out one night, we're like, why don't we just print off our own porn? And like, it was like early zine making. Yeah. Like, we'll make our own zines. Fully. And so we got on this site and we we're just like, okay, uh, print. <laughs> and we're like, hmm, nothing's happening. Like, oh, well, that didn't work. That was crap. Then like my dad had come around like a few days later. And he's like, oh, something's like weird in the air. Like, you know, him and mum have had a talk or something. He's like, like, this like, you know, stern Eastern European bloke. And he's like, um, so Ben, I would like to talk with you. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, so I'm like, oh no, I'm getting like the porn talk. Like, yeah. you know, like oh, no. you understand that porn is not a uh, real, like, uh, <laughs> and um, I was like, I know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I know Tom was like, there's no way they can like know what's going on. Yeah. And then we didn't realize that in the night, like the reason it didn't work was because we had like attempted to print like a web page of a thousand, you know, pages. So it's yeah. just gone like, yeah. and then it's taken like an hour to try and like process to the printer and then has just printed off like a thousand thumbnails with all the descriptions. But like, you know, it's just printed <laughs> yeah, like a web early yeah. web browser page. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I just like gone through like a whole 
stack of like reflex paper. Oh my god! And yeah, so it was. That's so that funny. Was a, That'd was be a, a funny coffee table book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like chuck some staples in it and put it yeah. out. I reckon it could be yeah. Coffee anyway, book, kids these color. days aren't yeah. creative enough with making money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to clean roofs, like gutters of roofs for 10 Did bucks you? an apartment. Yeah, and it took me about four hours. And it was also really dangerous. Like, yeah, it was you like can't, 12. Yeah, you can't get away with paying kids to do jobs you don't want to do anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was in the complex I lived in. I'd do like a house a week or two hours a week. You just get on the roof and clean I was on the roof for like four hours and they were jammed full of like oh gum leaves. And I would wear these gloves and like dig out, the, go That's around the whole. Gnarly. Fuck, it was gnarly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and sucks. I never fell off. Thank fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like sitting, I was like squatting on the edge of the, the roof. Kid the kid fits up there. Like, crab walking along. <laughs> That's hectic. But yeah, them's the, them's the old days. Mm. Yeah. Um. Well, it's probably the end of the pod, I guess. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time for a yeah, knockoff. <laughs> yeah. Time for a knockoff. Yeah. Before do we? Do we get? Do we come to any? Any uh, realizations or anything here? Nah. Did you want it? Because we got time if you want to <laughs> make one. Keep up the hustle, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's music, whatever you're doing, as yeah. long as you're not harming others. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say that um, one uh, definitely something I respect in your band is that you're always playing and like doing a lot of stuff. So like that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Look, we love music. We love playing. We love meeting new people. Yeah. And for everyone who's getting behind us, super appreciative of it. Like it's been awesome. Um, yeah. It's super fulfilling for us. So if we can share that fun with anyone, that's what it's about for us really. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely gorgeous. And um, before we hang up, anything you want to plug? Music, tours, albums. Yeah, let's plug. <clears throat> plug. Um, well, we've got a new album coming out this year, so keep an eye out for that. Sick. Um, shows coming up? Shows tomorrow. Well, you won't no, hear that. We're playing no. Down South Fest, so yeah. you can look out? at that for the future. Either, either after, next Monday yeah. or the Monday after. If we're, if, we're not, if we're not creating, since it won't be this year before the... Stuff's coming out, you know, also Singing Bird Festival's on tomorrow. So those are two places that are a bit out of town that you should keep an eye on for the future um, for Frankston and Port Ferry. Nice. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing a tour sort of like around April, Australian oh, tour. March? No, April. April, yeah. Sick. Um, you know, new check music out. New around music. then too? Yeah, we'll have Fuck new yeah. music out. Great. Um, you know, Sick. And check you, out the old the old shit in the meantime. I yeah, guess. yeah, you know, and you can always check out our page. We're usually plugging bands that we're associated with or like, mm. you know, through our Instagram or whatever and on bills that we play. You know, I'm pretty stoked with Australian music at the moment. I think there's heaps of awesome stuff happening in all different areas and I think the people who are supporting it have a lot to do with that too. Like it's definitely felt like there's a lot more um, energy behind like going to live shows and yeah. people buying albums stuff, which is mm. awesome. Like, people supporting it are really yeah, and that's, fucking thinking because they're a massive part of it, eh? like coming out to the shows. And yeah, and I feel like that like in turn has, you know, given people the energy to sort of start music or keep doing it. So I feel like, you know, it's definitely a combination of efforts. So yeah, it's pumping. thanks everyone. So, yeah, thanks for listening everyone. And yeah, uh, cheers for having see us. See you next on. week. Thanks, Thanks for having us on the pod. Great it's to really meet you fun. both and, and chat to you. Yeah. All right, bye.